On today's episode, we continue our most underrated series, and we discuss the most underrated resort restaurants at Walt Disney World Resort. This is episode 106 of the Off the Monorails podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Joined today, as usual, by my two fellow colleagues on this romantic day. Tis the season. Justin and Ryan. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys. Hope you uh, took care <laughs> of your significant others. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Got all that out the way, and now it's time for our... Well, if they're... Li- if they're- if they're listening, Ryan, let's let's be careful with yeah, our words. Yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> we didn't get it out of the yeah. way. We we had the the great opportunity to spend quality time with our lovely wives today. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I want to save the man a yeah, little for, bit for lack of a better term. I, I'll add that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this time for late night shenanigans now. There you go. Pulling that out. There you go. <laughs> I'm just glad it's the end of my work week. That's a that's another plus. I don't know about oh, you guys. Yeah, but been a rough God, one, bless <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. It's um man, t- this week has been one of those weeks. I don't know if it was just the hangover from Su- Super Bowl Sunday yeah. and staying up late for the game, but then, you know, just going to work and just kind of I don't know, felt like I was like in like molasses mode if you will, yeah. on Monday. And then it's just like meetings and everything just starts to fill the calendars yeah. and the days are just flying by. And, the and most I don't know minor how of inconveniences just piss you off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, well, that that's kind of how yeah, mine was. Right I had a, I had a full schedule of meetings yesterday and it was just a stupid overload. I just, I hit my max for <laughs> the amount of stupid I could yeah. absorb for one day. And I mean, if, if anybody that <laughs> listens has meetings at work, they're rarely productive, you know. We all know that. It's just talking about things that you're never going to do. <laughs> and, you know, at least when the three of us get together and we talk, it, it's it, it, truly in the name of progress. So our meetings our go. meetings are true meetings. Well, and it's just, you know, a, a place where we can talk about these things in, in the open, right? Yep. <laughs> we, yep. we can let the ventilation happen. Well, there's, no, mean, there's no employment options on the line here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no issue telling people at my job they're stupid. <laughs> same, same. They need same. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, One could say I might be uh, known to uh, be a little frivolous yeah. with uh, the way I speak. Well, so I, I do have some coworkers that listen, so if, if you think it's about you, then it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> no, and if you don't think it's about you, you're probably one of the stupid ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shoe fits. Couldn't have spoken better. <laughs> Wear like Cinderella. <laughs> but all of that aside, this is all good vibes here. This is just a little bit of our our outlet to vent. You know, we it's our show, and uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna put all that to the side uh, 
we're going to have fun tonight. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about Disney, two of our favorite things on this show and just in life in general. So, yeah, you don't really need much more than that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Well, hell, let's roll right on into the coffee break then, right? Yeah, let's do it. It, As always, this uh, first 20 minutes or so of banter is our coffee break, and it is brought to you by our great friends at ExpeditionRoasters.com. If you'd like to check their website out, they will uh, be located in our episode description. You can click that affiliate link and go browse their selection of coffees. They got some sweet custom-made coffee mugs, some swag, but the coffee is the star of the show. They have tons of great theme parks and pop culture-inspired flavors, but coffee is always number one on the palate with these flavors. There's no... There's no uh, faking what they're doing. It's just damn good coffee in general. And just be yeah. sure and get your cart to $65 or more, and that'll get you free shipping. And use code off the monorails at checkout, and that'll save yourself 10% on every order you place with that code in the future. Yeah, so expeditionroasters.com. Yeah, get their affiliate link in our episode description and, and give it a try because uh, you'll be hooked for life. So what y'all got for us in the news outlets, boys? Well... There's some news that dropped. I know Justin's itching, so I'm going to let him go. So you brought up the Super Bowl earlier. So uh, as always, the Super Bowl brings some great things around for us for commercials and such. And one of those commercials happened to be my favorite Marvel character and his new movie coming out. And we are talking about Deadpool and, you guessed it, Wolverine. They're back, baby. They're back together. (laughs) (laughs) and uh the trailer my god i'm i I can't wait i i can't wait and from what it's looking like they're gonna have a lot of callbacks to the comics and to a previous film uh within uh the x-men and marvel universe and uh Mm -hmm. if if you're if you're up to date on that you're gonna be in for a treat yeah, I mean, the trailer that we got to, you know, that shows Wade Wilson, right, Deadpool, being recruited by the TVA, right, which we saw uh, premiere in the Disney Plus series Loki. Uh, so it's getting, he's getting pulled right into the MCU. Directly. And, you know, we'll get to see how, how the story unfolds to – you know, expose him to Wolverine. So I'm very, very interested to see how the storyline progresses and what the what this is going to be all about. But man, the these movies are great, and with this one officially being in the MCU uh, now being under Disney, yep. Um, I can't wait to see where this can go and then where the story can unfold from here as well, right? Because this is our first introduction to the X-Men within the MCU as well. And let's not forget, we we caught this about, what, almost two years ago now? Talking about this, beating (laughs) around the idea that this could happen. And we hit it again. And like you're saying, Jordan, what could this lead to? Well, when we got Guardians of the Galaxy, what did it lead to? Another Avengers film. So mm-hmm. adding in Deadpool, Wolverine, X-Men, and another group coming up soon that we'll talk about, Jordan. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 
who's to say that they won't lead into another Avengers film? Who knows? And oh yeah, and you uh, mentioned recently in another podcast uh, episode of ours that Disney and Marvel are emphasizing their best performing. Yeah, they're focused on their big brands. Their big brands, yeah. their the, the most successful ones. Who's to say an Avengers yeah. film is not right around the corner and introducing at least one or two of these characters? So you have the, oh, yeah. the Kang right. Dynasty that's supposed to be out in the next couple of years, maybe. So correct, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm just I can't wait. I the the fact that Deadpool is now with under Officially. under the Disney umbrella and yeah. and Disney's not holding back. This will actually be the first R-rated film under Disney in the MCU. Yep. And so for that to have happened, I'm I'm glad it, I mean and it seems everything's pointing from the trailers from all the media, right? They are not holding back. They are letting the creative process go to work um in true like you said in true Deadpool fashion. So yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, I was thrilled to see that trailer. And if you want to watch the full trailer, just go look on YouTube. And you, you can, can find it. It's find easy it to very find. Easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about a new uh, food spot that's happening in Hollywood Studios. If you've actually gone to one of our favorite spots, which is Baseline Tap House, uh, there. Uh, in uh, you know, along Grand Avenue there in Disney's Hollywood Studios, kind of near the entrance to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you've probably noticed a lot of construction walls there lately. Uh, and it's actually going to be a new food spot that's going to be opening soon. Uh, so that's going to be the uh, Ice Cold Hydraulics Ooh. that they're opening up there. So what's going to be called, um, they're going to be serving up at this kiosk Candy painted cinnamon rolls, and these are cinnamon rolls going to be topped with uh, Coca Cola infused glaze oh, and toasted boy. nuts. Look you great have my, on the site. You have my attention. The photos look great, and then they're also going to serve up uh, to as their kind of their premier menu the bouncing mini churros, and these are going to be savory churros topped with Coca Cola and bourbon candied bacon, sriracha aioli, and scallions. Oh my god! Hey. You know what? Yeah. It's a little sweet, a little spice, a little tang. Well, you know how like a little smoke in it? A few episodes back when we were talking about Animal Kingdom being kind of the the guinea pig where they like to test the mm -hmm. new kind of cutting mm -hmm. edge foods and, and mixing flavors, Hollywood Studios has kind of thrown their hat there into the is. ring now. And I got to say, yep. yeah. Hollywood Studios could use a couple more food kiosks just to, yeah. just for some variety. I'm all for this. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I think it's needed for that area, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't want to go over to Baseline, it, it, you can now have this other little snack area right there, right? So uh, I'm looking forward to what else they bring out for, for that kiosk and um, hoping they kind of just keep adding to it. And when they open, which it says they'll, it's quote-unquote opening soon, uh, when they open, we'll be there as quickly as we can to try it out and tell you all about it on the socials. So make sure you're following us at off the monorails, wherever you like to follow. Absolutely. So I want to tackle this as well, gentlemen, uh, probably the biggest news of the week so far. Yeah. We have an animatronic of Tiana that has finally made her appearance and boy, does she look great. Yeah. This is probably the most impressive 
animatronic since the shaman arguably uh, for for uh for avatar arguably and we got an opening date announced as well with that uh that trailer uh summer of 2024 gentlemen well what are your thoughts right on time (laughs) it is it's right on time i mean it's it's on on the schedule uh we got to see behind the scenes right they gave us kind of a first look to kind of kick off the mardi gras season uh, Disney Imagineering gave us a closer look at the animatronic that they're developing uh, and a lot of the other developments happening uh, in New Orleans uh, where they're creating all this. Uh, but it gives us a little bit more of an idea of what this uh, attraction is going to be like from presentation-wise. And so while we got to see a sneak peek of this outfit, which is kind of like a, an, an adventure inspired outfit uh back in 22 uh this was the first time we got to see the animatronic which is just the way that it moves is just incredible pretty unreal i say unreal but it's actually very realistic in its movements right uh it's it's incredible work uh so uh, if you want to check that out disney parks posted that all over their socials including on tiktok uh, in Instagram. So you can definitely check that out, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much very happy that it's opening this year and this summer. And just a little note, it'll be open at magic kingdom before it opens at Disneyland. Yeah. That's something we did not predict happening. Uh, another thing that just sets it apart too, is for the longest time we've had either like I like to say cheesy, like the projection faces, like at um, Frozen. Oh yeah, and yeah, Epcot. Yeah, yeah, between that and then Ariel, since the pandemic at Magic Kingdom in Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, has the yeah. you know facial expressions of Gary Busey. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, they had to they had to do something. It's such an accurate representation. It really is. <laughs> Have you seen those TikTok videos where it's like, let's talk about buttered sausage? What is buttered sausage? Where does it come from? That's, that's what yeah. that Ariel reminds yeah. me of. <laughs> I so, said some mean Monday being made here. <laughs> oh, Justin, you just opened up a can of worms. Yes. But but for real, oh, they, they finally put the money in the right places, it seems. You know, there there were yeah. so many failed animatronics in, in Splash Mountain. They they really had to roll something out big. And I, I'm still looking forward to what Easter eggs they left behind. Uh-huh. I'm so looking forward uh-huh. to that. Yep. Yeah, I, again, I'm ready for it. It's been closed for, man, it, it's, it's crazy that it closed. I mean, not that long ago, right? Like, we're, we're just past a mm-hmm. year from it being officially closed. Um like 13 months and you know it feels like it it's been a little bit longer than that uh so i'm i'm happy that they're getting that done underway and then i'm just again we've talked about it before but i'm just curious what follows it right i'm i'm curious what comes next yeah. with with that area so uh we'll just we'll be uh, patiently waiting uh but we won't have to wait much much longer, so yeah, we got water in there now. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's it sure definitely does. getting real. Yeah, so 
we uh, shall see soon. Maybe we'll see uh, some some log, you know, some boats or something going. Uh, Test flumes going down. Yeah, soon. That, that's my yeah. question. Did they keep keep the original flumes, or did they go to all new flumes too? Uh, I mean, yeah, the jury is out. Uh, probably, probably new. I would, I would have had to guess. Yeah, wonder what yeah. the splash but, effect or is going to be on those. the old ones. Yeah, I hope it's bigger. Yep. Like I hope it's right. More substantial. Me too. Right. Girthy, if you will. <laughs> I want it to wet people that are it like bystanding it. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. a Sea World kind of vibe, like exactly. Journey to Atlantis. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, guys, it's Jurassic Park yeah. at at Universal. Well, speaking yeah. of Journey to Atlantis, because I actually had a conversation with a friend at work this week. Do you guys remember we were at Sea World when Journey to Atlantis, like the day it opened? And oh we yeah, we're on the news. Oh, I remember. I had the T-shirt and everything. Yeah. Remember, we got interviewed by like a local news channel after getting off the ride. <laughs> yes, we sure did. Uh, we sure did. It, yeah. it, like, that came up in conversation this week at work, and I was like, "Yeah, we was like one of the first people to ever ride that when it came up." Like, yeah, I'm, I'm royalty. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. It was a good ride for its time. It's still a good ride today. I mean, yeah. the fact that it. It, it's a water ride that basically has a coaster element yep. to it. It's pretty yep. cool. And it was what, like 97, um, 98 when it opened? Roughly. Something like that, man. It was a long man. time ago, right? <laughs> you got to be Aging careful throwing dates like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was oh, 25 years ago. Good Lord. Like 26 years ago. My goodness. <laughs> careful, man. Careful. Oh, I might shed a tear. I'm looking um, it up on Wikipedia right now just to verify. It's making my knees hurt <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Ryan, you nailed it. Debuted on April 17th, 1998 at SeaWorld Orlando. Boom. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. Sorry, a little tangent there. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, and then Justin alluded to it uh, a moment ago, but today we're recording on Valentine's. Uh, we got a little, a little a uh, announcement card. from uh, yeah from Marvel Studios, uh, and you know they uh, gave us a little Happy Valentine's Day wishes and announced the actors for the Fantastic Four. Uh, which will debut July 25th, 2025. So about a year and a half away from now. But uh, leading the cast, Pedro Pascal as Mando. Reed Richards or Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, so um, Pedro Pascal just continues to, you know, get whatever role he wants. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Game of uh, Also, yeah. <laughs> also uh, joining him, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm. Uh, she's of course is the invisible woman Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm he's the human torch you may know him from Stranger Things and even Moss Backrock as Ben Grimm or The Thing so there is your cast for the Fantastic Four from Marvel Studios and again we'll see how they kind of incorporate themselves into the MCU um, I hope Guys, that the teaser little Valentine's Day announcement we got today and its theming being, I'm going to say, a very 60s vibe. Very retro. Very mid-century. Uh, I hope it's a sign of the setting of the film. 
because I think that would work so well. It reminds me of the opening scene of Carousel of Progress. A it lot. does look like Carousel yeah. of Progress, doesn't it? Like uh, the vibe <laughs> of it. So even some of the uh, I'm excited from as like well. Uh, Spaceship Earth. It's got that kind of vibe to it. Also, yeah, I dig it. So and uh, it's it's scheduled to be in theaters July 25th of 2025. So we have a little over a year. Uh, and some change to wait for it, but uh, great cast, in my opinion. I, I think uh, Pedro Pascal leading it off is uh, definitely a great casting call for for that position. And Pedro knocks out everything he's touched so far ever since being in Game of Thrones. So uh, really excited to see where he ends up in the future. Yeah, so that basically wraps up all the news that dropped so far this week uh, that we wanted to highlight. But guys, I've got some news to share with you. Oh, we are officially under the 30 day mark. Oh, boy. Celebrate good times. Come on. We are sailing, baby. We're sailing soon. And being under the 30 day mark means that I had the pleasure of doing the online check-in for Disney Cruise Lines. Um, I did, I was one of the uh, people that elected to do it right at midnight, as soon as the window opened for me. Yeah. And let me tell you guys, we've been on a lot of cruises, right? We have. But those were in the past. And (laughs) given, uh, since Ryan wanted to bring up years that i don't even want to <laughs> state uh but beginning with one nine um you know it was 10 years ago since i went on my last cruise wow uh, which was on a carnival ship about um time. but just as a frame of reference a lot has changed uh and i don't know if this is a disney only thing but I'll tell you, man, the process for the online check-in, it might be worse than trying to register for a Run Disney event. Oh, boy. Wow. Please elaborate. It was, well, it's just, you've got to have all these documents ready, right? you got to upload all these photos, which means you got to take all the photos in advance, right? Uh, and everything has to be exactly this way, right? You can't, it's... The site, there's so many people on the site at the same time, the site starts to bog down too, right? So I, you have to refresh throughout it. And get, I got signed out in the middle of it. I had to sign all back in and go. So things that are very reminiscent of the Run Disney events. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, it was my first time. This is my first time going on a Disney cruise. So it's my first time experiencing the online check-in process for Disney Cruise Lines. And so I just wanted, if there's anyone out there listening that is, you know, getting ready for a Disney cruise themselves and, and still, you know, wondering what that process looks like, uh, it's just be prepared. Have all of your documents beforehand, get all of it in a row, get all of it saved to your computer, ready to go on your desktop or something easy to quick access. Um, have your, have your credit card information ready for your room charges, all that jazz, because it's, it is a process, and I'll tell you, I, I literally clicked as soon as it, I refreshed the page at midnight and clicked start check-in. I think I finished at 
about 1235. And is all of this just in the name of getting to board the ship a little quicker? Correct. Okay. Correct. So getting through customs a little faster and all that stuff. The strategy here is when you do your online check-in, that's the time that you select your port arrival window. Mm, And so obviously you'll have more options to choose from the earlier you check in. And so that was, that's the whole idea of this is because then you get your port arrival time, which then you get your uh, boarding group, right? So it basically means that you, the earlier you can get to the port, the earlier you're going to get on the ship. So, and And, the more fun you can start having. Right. right. And, and based off of what I've seen on YouTube, uh, if if you don't do it online, you're doing it there at the desk before you board. Oh, so you you can only imagine how much of a wait that's going to be with only a handful of agents available. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure if they allow you to do it. Like, not online like i think you have to have at least some information submitted so it's online. just in your best interest based off of your recommendation it's in your best interest just get, get your, it done ahead of time yeah get your ducks in a row get your you know because you have to have your passports and ids or birth certificates whatever you're going to use for that uh it's it's there's a lot there's a lot to it and i just did you know a party of four i i could imagine right like if you had to manage more people that right it just becomes more and more complicated uh so just uh just throwing that out there uh i want to keep people informed of uh of things like this so but nonetheless we're, we're less than 30 days i'm very excited that uh that is coming very soon and get to experience this it's been a long time coming so and we'll be at disney before the cruise and after the cruise so excited about that too very nice all right guys so we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of build off of last week's momentum with this most underrated series that we started and last week we we talked about the most underrated restaurants in the walt disney world parks uh we also threw uh, restaurants at disney springs in there as well um and Seems like people like the concept. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Episode 105. But we thought we'd kind of build off of that and talk about the most underrated restaurants at Walt Disney World resorts only uh, for for today. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into that, but put a little extra spin on it here. And we wanted to kind of make sure that we covered a variety of of options just in case you know you're looking for one type of place versus another right like if you are looking for a quick service place versus a sit down or a character meal then we could give you a few different options to in these categories so that's what we're going to do we're going to give you our personal choices of what we believe are the most underrated restaurants at Walt Disney World resorts And we're going to start off with the quick service category. So this can be a walk-up counter, or this could also be a lounge, casual-style lounge that you can walk up and order uh, from. So, fellas, uh, who wants to uh, kick us off with your first choice for quick service at a Walt Disney World resort? I'll get this thing started. So as far as quick service goes, this is one that... 
we've all three enjoyed together. So I could easily get you guys' opinion on it, which I already know the opinion on it because we raved about it. But that would be Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory at Port Orleans French Quarters. That's a strong pool, man. That's a strong pool. And, and yeah, you're right. It's oh. it's a shame that it is not as busy as it could be. It uh it has a great selection, fantastic food. The the, the Cajun Creole inspired is kind of like the main core uh, of this establishment. Mm-hmm. You have you know your your chicken sandwiches, your burgers, your pizza, your French fries, you know, whatever you want. But they also have like turkey dinners and roast beef dinners. Uh, but the Creole food and the Cajun cuisine is the core of, of Sasagula Floatworks. And uh, yeah, we, we enjoyed it thoroughly with our good friend Gil. And we had a yeah. feast. I mean, we absolutely, I mean, gumbo, jambalaya, cornbread, you name yeah. it. It yeah. was fabulous. And it was, yeah. literally, we walked up to the counter, ordered our food, sat down and ate, and we're, it was like a 20-minute experience. Like, it should have been way busier, because that food is amazing. Yeah, it, man, uh, great choice, because, yeah, no one talks about this place. And I, you know, I said it whenever we talked about, um, oh, what festival was that? Was it Festival of the Holidays that had the, had the jambalaya yep. uh, at the America Pavilion? And I skipped that. Skip that all together and just go over here to Sasagula Floatworks because it's it it's is really that good. Fantastic. Yeah, the jambalaya, uh, the gumbo, man. And then and it's got some heat too. Yes, it remember does. the heat that, that it's got some spice to it, which I love. Like I'm I'm love that it didn't shy away from that. Yep, it didn't make it and, bland, uh, it was authentic. Yeah. It's great. And man, what a great time for the to go try that, right? If you are if you're hearing this and then you're going to be in Disney soon during the Mardi Gras season. Oh yeah. What go, a better time than to go experience go. Port Orleans and Sasagula flow Horse during the Mardi Gras season. Right. Oh, that's man. peak vibes. So yeah, right on time, right on schedule there, Ryan. Um, and a, a fantastic choice. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw mine out there. And I think this place gets overlooked because it's sort of hidden at its resort. But it's one that I've had multiple times. And you could could probably guess where I'm going, guys, because let's face it, I've got a couple resorts that I really love in, you know, to my core. And this one can be found at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And it is Roaring Fork. Okay. This was one of the best breakfast items I've ever had at Disney. Let me just give you the vibe. I'm not sure if they still have this on the menu. Uh, It's come and gone a few times uh, on the menu. But the first, my first experience at Roaring Fork was... Barbecue pulled pork cheese grits. If your mouth is not salivating, <laughs> check yourself. Check and they bolts. put it. They put it in nice like, to go bowl for me, and I literally ate that while taking the boat, the little ferry boat from Wilderness Lodge over to Magic Kingdom. Man, it, not magic magical experience. 
You want to talk about that's magical? <laughs> that's yeah. that's it right there. Nice, uh, you know, nice breezy morning, eight o'clock on the boat, eating some mm. pulled pork, cheese grits. Yeah, again, so they come and go. That comes and goes off the menu. Uh, you can find different quiches there for breakfast. Uh, for lunch, you're gonna get brisket and burn-ins. They do a potato hash. They do pulled pork sandwich. Uh, they do they do meatloaf and with mm. green with the fixins right with the mashed potatoes, the gravy, green peas. Uh, they've got burgers here. They've got western style chicken strips. They've got a smoked turkey sandwich. This is really good. It's got chipotle aioli all over it. It's it's re- it's a great place. Everything again, boy because it's because it's kind of hidden underneath that ramp a little bit at Wilderness Lodge. Um, it's it it can be overlooked sometimes and forgotten about. So that's why it made my list for the most underrated quick service. Yeah, mine ain't gonna top either of those options. Uh, I think mine 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 stands a, a good shot to make this list though, um, respectfully. And I'm going with Centertown Market over at Caribbean Beach. Okay. Uh, okay. I have I have had really good experiences finding some uh, some great dishes on the go quickly here, and uh, you know, and I, I have no complaints. And you know, it's just one of those quick service options that I know we've all taken advantage of before mm-hmm. so i'm sure there are no arguments for, out of you guys uh rebutting that but no yeah their ribs um, and chicken plate is great options yeah yeah great options uh better than pop eats over at pop century oh yeah yeah oh yeah uh, i think i, more I love pop food. eats don't get me wrong yeah it's, it's more mm. it's more centralized to what the the area is for Caribbean yeah. beach um, well yeah we talked about that too right like because they have a lot of these recipes are the chef's correct uh, recipes there, right? Yep. His family recipes there, um, which is really, really cool. But yeah, we've talked about this a few times in our history and the fact that the food is great. It feels pretty authentic and the value is there. The value. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was my next argument. Yep. Great yeah, pick. I, so, yeah, I, I really like that pick. Like I said, respectfully, it, it makes the list. I agree. It, it belongs. All right, so what is our next category? All right, so I wanted to throw out a, a I didn't prepare a lounge because there's not terribly too many to choose from, but if you had to recommend a a lounge choice for someone to go experience, like what do you think is the biggest slept on lounge? at Walt Disney World. Uh this may sound a little cliche, but River Roost at Port Orleans. Oh. Okay. Honestly? Yeah, you know, I hate yeah. that my quick service pick was already here, but River Roost, uh, a lot of people do not know what the greatness of Yeehaw Bob is and this That's very true. This also comes from the same exact day that we spent at Sasagula Floatworks. But we yeah. we got the full Port Orleans experience that day, and River Roost Lounge with the the bar there, 
and the menu. I know they, you know, we had some, some quick bites to eat there, just some snack foods. They have great, you know, bar fare, uh, yep. great drink selection. Yep. But Yeehaw Bob's the star of the show. Uh, he'll have you on your feet. He'll have you doing the YMCA on stage with him. Um, Dancing, clapping, everything. A lot of people know about him, fun. but I still think not enough people talk about him. And the River Roost Lounge. That place gets yeah. jumping. It's it's a hell of a time. One of the best times I've had <laughs> at Disney. Yeah. I can't wait to get back there soon. Uh, and I will be. So I'm very excited. Great one. Um, and I, it, it's crazy, too, because I didn't. I didn't even think of it off the top of my head, right? So that goes to show you right there. Uh, if I had to choose one that I think still gets slept on, you know, I, you know, I'm fond of several, um, but I think the one that probably gets slept on the most still, Three Bridges Bar and Grill. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a hell I, of a vibe. This is also uh, at Coronado for those keeping track. Yeah. And, right uh, in the middle of the lake, right? You know, Villa scenery galore is beautiful, and especially at night. Yeah, it just we we had the pleasure of being there together uh, a couple years Huge back. Huge family dinner, crazy, crazy that that's already been a couple years. Right. Um, it's been too long, but yeah, there you go, there you go. They've got it's a great place to whether you want just some simple appetizers, you know, some shareable things. Uh, you can get really good entrees here as well. Uh, a little harder to get to, right? When you think about the logistics of going to a resort, right? It's kind of yeah. harder to get to Coronado Springs, and then you have to go out to the middle of the lake to get to this place, right? Yeah. But um, but worth visiting for sure because the the menu is extensive, covers a wide range of things. Um, the fact that they have on the same menu, they have guacamole, queso dip, roasted corn dip, ceviche. Curry. They also have bao buns and curry. Steak frites. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy. At poke bowls, uh, you've, and you've got. Variety. And it's a all variety. fantastic. Variety. Yes, it really is. Yeah, so here. Uh, you can go here and go do sangria classes too, which is really cool. They have sangria flights. Um, you're getting a lot. There's a lot of different unique experience that you can have at Three Bridges Bar and Grill. So I would highly suggest it to anyone looking for Absolutely. something a little different. Uh, mine's probably going to be very cliche as well, but uh, you you just can't deny the scenery. You can't deny the vibes. Can't deny anything about this place. Victoria Falls over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, awesome pick. Yeah. Once again, we've it's, enjoyed this together as well. Hell of a vibe. It's it's such a good it's a very, very good vibe. Um you got the 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 scenery of Animal Kingdom Lodge overlooking Boma, so you get all the aroma from Boma and it is wonderful. Mm, I can smell it right now. Oh, I know, my mouth's watering. <laughs> You get some great beverages, friendly staff on on hand for your bartenders. Let's not and forget about the waterfall, Cascade. The waterfall, oh, yeah. yep. Victoria Falls itself, Cascade. Flowing like the sound of Capistrata. And then if you're feeling, you know, if you're just feeling the vibe, go sit in the in the lobby area of Animal Kingdom Lodge after you enjoy a couple of beers and just enjoy a fire by the fireplace there. Just chill out, relax. Yeah. You want to, yeah. 
this is take this a is nap. Spot. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, that's just how we know. <laughs> <laughs> Great pick. Great pick. Yeah, yeah. Don't disagree at all. I think I think a lot of the. You know, it's it's very easy to walk past a lot of these places, right? Yeah. So if you take easy. the time to just sit down and experience a little bit of them, then it can definitely change your total experience for being at a resort. Whether you're staying at the resort, whether you just go over there to visit, which I hope you are, right? I hope everyone listening takes time on their Disney trips to go visit these yeah, resorts. You have right? access. Just go do it, please. Yeah. I mean, we do it time and time again. I'll keep telling you guys because I don't think enough people do it. We'll just go. We'll pick a day and go park in the garage at Disney Springs and go take a bus at Disney Springs from the bus depot there to to resort, right? And just explore, we'll use right? that to explore and go have a day out and walk around and see new things, right? There's so many activities going on at these resorts too that you get caught up in an activity, you know? They do painting classes and do all kinds of stuff, right? Uh, you can go find, find some really Tie-dye cool shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so please go uh, check out some of these resorts and experience some of these things. Not to mention the food. Of course. And the drinks. Food tracked. All right. So speaking of some more food, uh, Ryan, let's move into the sit down category, right? Uh, so something that may require a dining reservation, but for all intents and purposes, these are the most underrated restaurants. So you may be able to find that getting a reservation at these places is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, so what do you uh, what do you think? So it's it's truly a shame that it's still fairly easy to find a reservation on any given day for this restaurant because I've eaten there a couple of times now for breakfast and dinner and we should not be <laughs> able we should not be able to just on any given day get a reservation but that would be Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary Resort. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. it's still Agreed. It's it should be more popular than it is. Even since the opening of it, it was, you know, kind of busy when it, it debuted for the 50th anniversary celebration, but it quickly yeah. fell off. And I, I don't know why, because the food is fabulous. The portions are great. The, the va there is value there. You know, sit down restaurants Hell at yeah. Disney property can be pricey. And yes, it, it's, you know, on the pricey spectrum, but the the portions and the value especially the kids meal side of things there's great value because their their meals come with ice cream sundays the kids are happy oh yeah uh but yeah it's fabulous steak fabulous sides very knowledgeable staff um i can't i can't say enough good things about it and a great environment yeah yeah i and, love the pick and to be honest with you when you're talking about value ryan i mean It'd be very easy to go to a Chili's or an Olive Garden and spend the same amount of money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and mm -hmm. you those you just think of those as like, oh, that's just kind of casual dining, right? Mm -hmm. Places, right? I I could easily spend the same amount of money, if not more, at a place like Chili's or Outback or you know, Texas Roadhouse, right? If you want to go with like steakhouse rent. Like you could easily do that. And I think this it's far superior to those types of places. Oh, Nothing against day. those restaurants, right? Um, I love good soup and salad and breadsticks from the OG. But Steakhouse 71. It's just elevated. Yeah. yeah. I will say, 
we went there for breakfast, as you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was the busiest by far I have ever seen that restaurant. That's good to hear. Yeah. It was refreshing. I'll say that. It was so busy, actually, that we had to get, we got seated, I think, 15 minutes past our reservation time. And we oh, got wow. there 10 minutes before our reservation time. Maybe the people are finally oh. listening to us. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And so use this again uh, as a, uh, as a guide, right? And we're also, we're just here welcome. to nurture you. We're here to nurture you. We want you to experience the best. So, so go. Jordan, um, which one hits your list here? Man, I had a few. I, I yeah. There's honestly some really good restaurants at Disney that do not get talked about whatsoever. They're very easy to find reservations for. Um, you know, for all for the sake of being contrarian here, um, I'm not going to say Toledo. It's what I want to say. I'm not going to say Toledo, though, because I kind of talked about it a little bit on our last episode. Um, but I do I do think it is one of the most underrated restaurants at all of Walt Disney World. It's fair. It's got a Michelin star, for goodness sake. Come on now. Um, I'm going to go with Olivia's at Old Key West. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a very Good quaint pick. restaurant. Uh, you're, but... The and the menu is not that big either, right? But and I think I've talked about this a little bit in some past episodes when we stayed there last year, um, around around July. But their menu for what they do have, they do it very, very well. And you know, I, I got that jalapeno chicken soup, which was incredible. I've tried to replicate it a couple times at home. It's just, it was so good. Um, I've had their their buttermilk chicken with the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the veggies. Um, their shrimp, um, their shrimp scampi, incredible. Uh, just overall, it's a great restaurant that no one talks about. You can always get a reservation here i've never not seen a reservation available when i check reservation times for olivia's uh, breakfast and for dinner so uh take your choice uh but get over to olivia's cafe at old key west resort because it is very good and again it's easy to get a reservation for but it might be one of the smallest restaurants at a disney resort so pretty interesting very true. as well good pick very good pick. Um, as for me, I'm 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 torn, but uh, again, I'm I'm not because of certain criteria. So, I want to give an honorable mention to Balma, uh, because Balma is amazing over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, mm. We've talked about it over and over and over again. But the the reason it doesn't make my list is because it is hard to find a reservation here because people do know about this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so because of that criteria, I just want to make this as an honorable mention. If you have never uh, tried it, please, if you find yourself seeing a reservation for it, go go to the dinner service. I know I've done dinner. I, don't, I haven't done the breakfast yet, but the dinner is amazing. So Breakfast is uh, right there with it, man. 
So for my actual pick, we are going over to Port Orleans Riverside and none other than Boatwright's Dining Hall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Gentlemen, we ate to our heart's content that evening that we have already mentioned in this episode uh, mm-hmm. where afterwards we hung out with Yeehaw Bob all night and partied away uh, yeah. while he was tickling the ivories for us. And <laughs> the the meal here at Boat Rights is nothing short of absolutely amazing. Uh, fairly easy to find a reservation here. And the value, I, I, I cannot express it enough. The value is very good here. Uh, me and Ryan both had an all-you-can-eat option. Yeah. With a lot of a lot of food on it, yeah, and barely cleared I, a, I think, a first plate. <laughs> yeah, I still I mean, got. I, I still had the video. I saw the video of Ryan just like shaking his head in disgust after eating. Yeah, one plate <laughs> for the value. Yeah, for the value. Like me and Ryan, we could. Don't get me wrong. We could put some food away. Okay. <laughs> we we only had one round here. Yeah, on an all you can eat huge option. plate, and that's hard for us. Yeah, I want to say that that all you can eat dinner plate great. has like seven items on it. Like yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not insane. for the same but it was delicious yes, at the same was. time. Like it was so good. Um, so if you find yourself surfing through the dining reservations and boat rights pops up over at Port Orleans Riverside, do yourself a solid. Leave about an hour early. Get you some good sightseeing around there. There's some beautiful picturesque areas around there. Go get you some pictures done, dress up nice, and then hit up boat rights, and then afterwards go party it down with Yeehaw Bob if he's happened to be performing <laughs> that night, and have a great damn time because it is underwhelmingly, uh, or sorry, it's not underwhelmingly; it's actually overwhelmingly awesome of an experience, uh, and it's not very, uh, not very popular, uh, shockingly yeah. enough. So well, definitely hit it up. The, the best thing, too, is if you can actually hear Yeehaw Bob playing his piano from Boat Rights. And yeah. if you yes, got you disgustingly full like I did, you only have to walk like 20 steps and you're in the River Roost Lounge. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a waddle, if you yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, if you actually want to hear uh, a playback uh, from a recording we re- that we did right after, uh, I think, did we eat after that? Uh, or uh, after we recorded, or we, did we record uh, before we ate? I think we did Didn't both. We? we did one before and one after, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Uh, if you want to go any, in any regard, uh, if you want to go listen to our experience when we did all this at Port Orleans Riverside, go take a listen to episode 23. We recorded it live from Port Orleans. Uh, our buddy Gil joined us, um, and it was a, it was a heck of a time, so... Go, uh, go listen to that. I might have to go listen back to that one uh, myself, and you know, reminisce on on those memories. It was a pretty good trip for sure. I remember setting up the live stream stuff for that episode. Yeah, yeah, great time. We'll have to, we'll have to that do that had. again. I think we'll have we'll have to do that again. Yeah. Um, for the last category, guys, I just wanted to throw this out, and I think we. I want to throw it out there because I think we all may be on the same page for this. There's a good opportunity. But it just in case someone, you know, when you're looking at dining options, especially if you have little ones, uh, it, it 
for the adult, adults too. Some adults like it as well. Uh, character dining, super popular, right? Oh, yeah. Very. Very highly sought after. Uh, people, people know about the big ones, right? Chef Mickey's, right? Very yeah. well known over the contemporary. Very overrated. Uh, and always... <laughs> That's not this episode, Ryan. That's a different episode. <laughs> People know about that. People know about Cinderella's Royal Table, right? Oh. Uh, you get to eat in Cinderella's Castle, there, Magic Kingdom. And there's many others throughout the resorts, right? Along with the, with the parks, but resorts focused uh, is what I want to stay uh, with this. There's a lot that people know about, but... And there's a lot of them that are harder to get and find reservations for. Yeah. But if you had to choose one character dining experience that you think is worth the money, A, but also underrated, comparatively speaking, of course, what character dining option would you say that is? Man. I I already know. I already know. Go ahead, Ryan, because I think you're going to speak for all of us. Uh, that would be Cape May at Beach Club Resort. Bingo. Yeah, that, that's one of them. Yep. Bingo. Way too easy to get Bingo. a reservation there. That thing should be blown out. Yeah. Yeah. It's great a great food. time, Breakfast, man. dinner, doesn't great matter. Great food. But the breakfast is amazing. Yep. Yep. I've had both. I've done both. The The dinner menu is definitely very seafood-focused. So if you if you have someone in your party or yourself or your your, your group loves seafood, um, then this is one of those that you may want to check out. Uh, but yeah, breakfast and dinner, uh, crazy good. Uh, the breakfast is where the is where the characters dine with you. Uh, yep. Just to kind of clear, um, the characters do not appear at dinner time. Uh, but it's Minnie's Beach Bash breakfast is what they call it, and it's basically got all the characters. It's, it's got Minnie. It's got Mickey. It's got Pluto, or it's got Goofy and Donald and Daisy. Pretty sure that's them. That Almost the Fab Five. Almost the Fab Five. Pluto is the only one missing, I believe. Um, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. So, uh, it's a little bit. The price tag's a little bit further up there now with the characters coming back. We we went there together. Man, when was that, guys? That was last twenty twenty two. Last. Was that 22? Yeah, it had to be 22. July 22? Wow. When did we take the boat out? Yeah. That was we went, July we, we, 22. We, yeah, that's 2022. Yeah, we went and ate breakfast wow. here. It was 4th of July weekend. Yeah, it was. We, that was, well, was, that was the day week. after our Port Orleans stay. We checked out of Port Orleans yeah. and went yes, to Cape May, and then I stayed at Caribbean Beach for four days after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I went and uh, joined my family that came down. Yep. And we stayed, and for the Fourth of July weekend as well, separately. But yeah, it was yeah we great breakfast then, still is today. I've had it several times since then, uh, and yeah, you can you know go rent a pontoon boat and drive it around. Highly recommend. <laughs> Afterwards, hey, the sleeper <laughs> item on Kate May's menu isn't even on the buffet, but they bring it to your table. It's the bread service, the cinnamon be- uh, beach oh. buns oh. with the warm vanilla oh, yeah. cream sauce. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, you warned. Dip dip into your coffee. (laughs) Yep, that was the key. Hell of a meal. I think I want to. I think I want to make an honorable mention here, and I think this is just more of a personal connection thing. Just okay, based on what I saw from my son. Uh, 
Jacob had an amazing experience with Lilo and Stitch at Polynesian. Uh, at Ohana? Breakfast at Ohana. Yep. Yeah. And uh, had a yeah. great time with that. And that's such an entertaining breakfast as well. It is. Uh, it's really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. It definitely doesn't belong on an underrated list. But right. when you want to talk about if you're looking for a great, for great food and for a great, you know, opportunity for the characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Ohana is great, especially breakfast. So good. Well, there you have it, guys. We've got our most underrated restaurants in multiple categories at Walt Disney World Resorts. And I'm pretty uh, pretty confident in that list. Yeah, I can live I don't with think this list. Anything I would shy away from. So, so I want to I want to throw something out there real quick, just off the off the uh, hip here. Okay. Out of all of these selections, if you were only able to choose one, which one would you choose and why? Steakhouse Seventy One. I sort of mentioned it passively, but Toledo. And why? Mine would just be because uh, I would get to have steak or prime rib and au pois sauce and a yorkshire pudding uh, <laughs> there's no other reason <laughs> that's it that's all the man needs yeah, that's it and a good bourbon a good bourbon to go I with respect it. It. i respect yeah. it yeah what about you justin yeah what about uh, you justin what what did i choose uh oh uh, y- y- y'all y'all nailed it with cape may like as far as an underrated oh. scale oh. cape may is yeah, top notch. You think Kate May's the most underrated what we that we named? Not the most underrated. Um, what do you think is the most underrated overall? Uh, one that actually didn't make the list. What? Bariva. <sighs> Dave, the guy's got a point. I, I thought. See, so I thought of it, but I don't know if it's. Bro, come on! Is it underrated? I don't still, hear people talk underrated? about it. Yeah, I was, if we're Just talking us about idiots, yeah, correct, correct, us us cultured people. Man. I almost did it, and I was like, "Is it on the fence?" Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm it's saying, underrated. I mean, I did think of it. I the thought crossed my well, mind. We all thought it. Come on, <laughs> you were thinking it, <laughs> but you said it. Um, the thought crossed my mind, but I I, I just thought that maybe. Maybe it might have been too popular. Like it's maybe it's not, maybe it's not the most talked about, but it's maybe not the most underrated. That's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. We'll leave it at that. However, <laughs> however, go sit your ass there and get some wings and a yep. stiff drink. It's been it officially good. It's officially been twenty three days since I've eaten at Bar Riva, and I need to go back. But who's counting? <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is typical uh, fashion us, right? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh well, yeah, again, solid choices all around. Um and yeah, maybe maybe we'll uh get to an overrated list um and include some prime We're choice, hurt some feelings uh, from Ryan here. Um yeah, I think uh, I think I'm ready to be heard. I'll I'll be honest. There are some things in this list that I did not think of, and they're they're great picks. And so, yeah, can't wait to uh, we'll get to that pretty soon. 
Uh, we do have uh, Flower and Garden Festival on its we way. Temporaries are going up. So we got that preview episode coming soon, uh, depending on when they drop these menus. So as soon as we get some more information about the menus, about the outdoor kitchens, maybe we'll get that in the next couple of days. As soon as we do, we'll uh, we'll get that episode out to you guys to enjoy and look forward and plan your trip to uh, the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival 2024. So uh, that is coming soon. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think that's uh, I think that will do it. Before we go, make sure you check out our, our episode description for all of our affiliate links including the aforementioned Expedition Roasters, 1901 Candle Company, DVC Rental Store. Go check them out. Those people are great. We're talking about these resort restaurants. If you want to, if you're staying at the resorts or you want to stay at, the res- at these resorts, especially Disney Deluxe Resorts, stay in DVC style. Go rent your points from DVC Rental Store. Save money compared to Disney's rack rates. You'll thank yourself later. You can thank us later if you'd like. Uh, but you can also do us a favor by clicking the affiliate link in the episode description. Helps us. And it helps you because you're going to save a ton of money and you will love it. So go check them out uh, and enjoy. While you're on the interwebs, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are daily drivers on Instagram. We have some TikTok stuff that we throw up from time to time. Facebook. YouTube. All of them. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube has been boosted up here. We got a shorts channel as well. Uh, for your short form uh, consumption, if you are more into that. So be sure to check that out at OTM Shorts. And make sure you like all those, subscribe to them, do all the free stuff, do all that first, and then share us with a friend. And have that friend share it with another friend, coworker, family member, what have you. We love making the, friends. We do. So sharing the word, do the free stuff. And then don't forget, you can visit our shop at www.offthemonorails.com and we have a plethora of options out there and some fresh off the press items regarding Disney Cruise Line stuff so make sure you go and check those out we have some great tips of the cap to Jack Sparrow out there a uh, we have a a, a sailor skeleton if you will (laughs) uh, for our logo so Go check them out. And uh, if you're going on a cruise soon, hey, this will go perfect for the, the suitcase and attire that you would wear on board a Disney Cruise Line ship. So, again, do all the free stuff first. Follow us on the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. Do all that first. Share us with a friend. That was beautiful. I loved it. All right, fellas. That's going to do it. We'll catch you next time. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails.